When it's time to seed grass, fertilize turf, or add a pop of color to your yard, Blaine's Farm and Fleet's got you covered with unbeatable deals on lawn and garden essentials. Find value on everything you need in-store or online at farmandfleet.com. The AM, The Zone. Connecting producers and consumers one story at a time. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Well, fairly mild weather over the weekend, and it starts to turn the corner as quick as today. How are you, everybody? Welcome to a Monday. Fabulous farm babe, Pam Youngke, here at the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison. Tell you what, weather-wise, for the folks that are up by Eau Claire or La Crosse, it's going to get warm fast. Today, we're expecting daytime highs in the mid to upper 80s around La Crosse and Eau Claire. Madison, a little bit cooler, should have clouds and down around 76. But everybody moves into the 80s later this week, and we've got a real good chance of scattered showers and thunderstorms in the forecast as well. Stumach will be breaking that down for us, coming your way in just a moment. Compere Financial helped us get into our forever home. They helped me expand more than acreage. And helped our dairy grow for the next generation. At Compere Financial, we see potential in every plan. Our focus on exceptional client experience is at the heart of everything we do, and our financial team will help make every step easy and convenient. See why our clients trust us to make their goals possible. Compure Financial ACA is an equal opportunity lender and equal opportunity provider. And MLS number 619731, copyright 2021, all rights reserved. Rural Mutual Insurance is a proud sponsor of the Wisconsin State Fair. As a thank you for your support, they're giving away State Fair tickets. Visit RuralMutual.com slash win and enter to win State Fair tickets. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. When hot weather strikes your cattle, milk production drops and feed intake decreases. Summer heat may also impact the viability of your herd's reproductive cells. Protect your bottom line this summer by adding BioVet's Bovine Gold Light to your cow's daily ration. And keep the herd hydrated, maintain milk production, and keep your breeding program in check. Call now and they'll help you add Bovine Gold Light to your animal health program. 1-800-BIOVET1. 1-800-BIOVET1. BioVet. Innovation at work. Continuing our focus on the upcoming Wisconsin Farm Technology Days, July 20th through the 22nd at uh, Eau Claire's site, the Huntsinger Farm just outside of Eau Claire. Fabulous farm babe Pam Yankee at the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison. And I'm looking forward to getting up there, Bob. There's a lot of stories to be told about Wisconsin Farm Technology Days, not just this year, but a long time ago. A lot of people don't realize that there was a big event that led to Farm Progress Days, now Farm Technology Days, and that was in Eau Claire County in 1953. The National Plowing Contest and Conservation Days called Operation Watershed, and it was a big deal. So we went out and found a couple of guys that were around for that show, a couple of veteran Eau Claire County farmers, Joe Smith from the Augusta area, and Elder Henning, who farmed and milked cows in Eau Claire his entire life as well, about their remembrances of the National Plowing Contest. I asked Elder Henning what his stage in life was back then and how he got involved in the National Plowing Contest in 1953. I just graduated from high school in June out of Osseo, and uh, 
They called the, uh, the F of A boys from three schools, Osseo, Fall Creek, and Augusta, to perform the transportation of the people around the lot. I, of course, a farm boy, loved to drive tractor. I got involved in that game. So how were you guys involved? What was the transportation around the grounds all about? And how big were the grounds? That grounds was huge. Must have been four or 500 acres, probably, which included parking and tent city and all this other conservation work. How we got nominated, I don't know, but we, our transportation was tractors and flatbed wagons. Flatbed wagons were donated by Lindsay Wagon Company out of La Crosse. They sent a whole carload, a train carload, into Augusta of wagon parts. And we spent two or three days assembling these machines and uh, having our means of transportation. Well, then there was more tractor dealerships in the area than what there is now, but they were all willing to bring off new tractors for this, uh, for the transportation, plus the machinery that they had to have for the plowing contest. Now these wagons, did they uh, have steps to get up? Did they have a sideboard so people wouldn't fall off, pull off, or would OSHA have a heart attack seeing how you guys did it? <laughs> you hit it right on the head. They would have a one-off a heart attack. Flatbed wagons and they jump, you'd jump on and off on, as the machine was running. If we noticed there was people that Wanted to get on, we would stop, but there was a lot of them that would pile on and pile off. You'd look around, and pretty soon you'd have nothing on the wagon, and then next thing you know, you had a load so big you couldn't pull it. So, no, OSHA would have had a field day. All right, that's Elder Henning. Also with us is Joe Smith, and uh, Joe was at the show as well. You weren't quite in high school. Joe's farmed in the Augusta area, dairy and beef. And Joe was, by the way, the uh, Conservation Farmer of the Year here in Wisconsin not too long ago. So, uh, Joe, this was Operation Watershed. There was a lot of conservation activities going on down there besides the plowing contest, right? Uh, yes, there was. They were doing all different conservation practices like they took and straightened out their creek, which probably wouldn't get done today. And then there was uh, also tiling. They tiled with a regular tile. It was like, a, I don't know, it was 12 or 15-inch long tile, and they stacked them all together in the field. And it worked for a couple of years, I guess, but after that, I, it kind of they kind of plugged up. And then uh, also like the creek, they, they took and straightened the creek out because it was kind of, well, it was a, not a very good bottom in it, and they took and straightened the creek out along there. Uh, I don't know if the DNR would let us do that today, but... Uh. I do. They wouldn't. <laughs> but one of the other interesting things, as we watched a, a video of the National Plowing Contest and Soil Conservation Days, September 18th and 19th, 1953, in the Augusta area around Eau Claire County, the crowd and the vehicles they came in, very noticeably different. Uh, yes, the crowd... This was huge. I think it's probably as as big as uh, uh, as any farm progress days or, or farm technology days now, and uh, the the dress of the people, uh, the men all had suits or a lot of them had suits on and and hats and and the ladies were all wearing dresses, you know. And that vehicles too. That was pretty interesting. Like Elder was saying, there was no pickups there. We didn't we didn't see one pickup. They all have their their nineteen. Uh, 40s and 19 early 50s cars you know, that they all came to the show in and uh, the 400 train ran by there and uh, 
they brought some pretty prominent people into that show. Well, I suppose I know the probably the Secretary of Agriculture probably rode there in the, in the train, and uh, I think they were telling me that Homer and Jeffro got dropped off in a in Augusta off the 400 to come to the show. Yeah, Ezra Taft Benson was the Agriculture Secretary at that time. Governor Walter Kohler was also there. Now it was billed as the plowing matches. Elder plowing is not something that we really talk about too much now. Most of those moldboard plows are either out in the iron pile or garden ornaments for flowers, but it was more than just one technique they were looking for, wasn't it? Well, it was highly scientific. Uh, plowing in those days was an art. It was an, Everybody didn't know exactly how to do it and get it perfect, and the more perfect they could get it, the better it looked to, for the neighbors to watch them plow, and that was the only means of uh, a tillage. We didn't have uh, all these chemicals in those days. You had to uh, physically kill the weeds and to uh, bear a crop. And it looked like they had plowmen coming from all over the country, multiple states. Apparently, we noticed on the video there from many states around, and, and I didn't even know how many were in it. But it was uh, quite a contest. They yeah. both the uh, side hill, or contour, would be called, and you're following the contour of the hills, and the level land. And then both are a little bit different type contests. But they had judges out there. Every plower, plower had at least two to three judges following him, tape measures and <laughs> everything else. No, it was really high-tech. And they had different uh, types of plow. These they all look like two bottom, but rollover plows and uh, different ones that were used back then. And that was the plow of the day uh, back on our farm. That, that was a big deal. Was we had a two bottom plow with a tractor. Now that was uh, something that was really high tech for that time of the year uh, world. It really was. That's for sure. And uh, again, while farm technology days nowadays doesn't have. Uh, what we'd call a beauty contest. Back then, Joe, they did have uh, young ladies in formal dresses on stage there, didn't they? They had a whole bunch of them, too. Uh, yeah, I thought, I, as uh, we were watching the video, there were 16 uh, beauty contest queens. It, it was called Queen of the Furrow. Unfortunately, we don't know who the Queen of the Furrow is, but uh, it seemed like every state that was uh, represented by a plowman had a young lady in that contest, about uh, 16 or 17, it looked like. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, it's uh, very interesting. Uh, uh, they were all dressed in their formals and f finery. Now, you also were there. Airplanes were part of this show, this national plowing contest. What was that all about? Uh, yeah, okay. They had a, I don't, I don't know uh, what the company was or not, but they had some uh, small airplanes. They were like two-seater airplanes, and uh, and my dad uh, took me and my friend uh, Paul Stenson uh, up in this uh, airplane. They'd fly over the, the grounds, and I think my dad talked him into flying over the farm, and he took and threw a handkerchief, one of the big uh, blue or red ones, out the window, and we were going to try and find it the, uh, afterward, but we never did. So it was a real experience. I remember hanging on awful tight. I can—I don't know how I can remember that uh, 60 years ago, but I can. Yeah. <laughs> did you realize at the time how big a deal that show was? National Plowing and Conservation. Now, you were only 10, but did you realize with all the uh, celebrities, so to speak, that were there, how big a deal this really was? 
looking back on it, it was it was a huge deal. This is a this is a predecessor of uh, of our show this year in Oakland County that's coming back here. And you were only ten years old, but as I said right off the top, you were recently the state conservation farmer of the year. Where did you get your conservation ethic? Because uh, again, this was a conservation show different conservation techniques than the now, like straightening a crick that's not going to happen now. But uh, you think any of that stuff rubbed off on you? Oh, I'm sure it did, yeah. That, there was no doubt uh, the conservation practice that we followed, you know, there I could see there where we were plowing in the hills was not a good thing because the, the soil was all running down in the crick, and that's why they had to take and straighten that crick out or clean it back out so it would uh, function again. Are you going to get to Farm Technology Days 2021 in Eau Claire County? Well, I hope so. I'm, I'm sure I'm, I'm planning on it. So, He was at the first one, the predecessor, 68 years ago. And again, Elder Henning also with us, a longtime farmer. And Elder, as you look back, and you were a little older than Joe, a high school graduate, and uh, you were excited about driving that tractor back then. But uh, what else did you take away from a show like that? It was huge. Something that the back farm boy just... Had never experienced anything that huge or large amount of people and and how they were handling them. That was really something different for us back backwoods farmers or whatever you want to call it. No, that was an experience that, like I said, I still can remember it. And you just had your 68th high school class reunion. Anybody in the class at that show with you? Yes, we we had just had a class reunion on a Saturday night, and uh, of course I had to bring up the subject, and there was two, three of them that had participated, and it was another one of the boys that had drove tractor, and then uh, another one that was working with her parents in the food tent and hauling food. Are you going to get to 2021 Farm Tech Days in Eau Claire County? I kind of doubt it. You going to give me a wheelchair? You'll get along just fine. Elder Henning and uh, Joe Smith, two veterans of the show. They were around before Farm Progress Days, now Farm Technology Days, started in 1953. The predecessor, that's the National Soil Conservation Days and Plowing Matches held in Augusta, Wisconsin, in Eau Claire County. I'm Bob Bosold. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Monona Plumbing and Fire Protection. Summer savings are yours at Monona Plumbing and Fire Protection. Replace your water heater and softener in the same visit and get a $100 discount. We've got you covered 24 hours a day, 7 days a week for all your commercial and residential plumbing services. From installation, repairs, and maintenance to complete sewer and drain cleaning. Visit MononaPFP.com. Monona Plumbing and Fire Protection. A name you can trust when service is a must. Landscape Envy? That's what you create when you add Kalani Wash Decorative Stone to your landscape. Choose from our selection of multicolored stones for around trees, shrubs, and under decks. Plus, we offer gravel stone for walkways, driveways, and a base for patio bricks and retaining walls. Visit KalaniTopsoil.com, or you can simply pick it up at our awesome processing plant. Kalani Topsoil. Now that's good dirt. And good-looking decorative stone. Exciting news. 
Hi, I'm Tim O'Brien, owner of The Healthy Place. We have spent many hours combing through our prices and we are proud to announce that The Healthy Place now has the lowest prices you'll find in the nation on all of your favorite products. In fact, I'm so sure you can't find a lower price, I'll give you a $50 gift card if you do. Just shoot me an email, tim at findyourhealthyplace.com and share the product you found. Our mission is to help you find your healthy place and we never want cost to be a barrier in your health journey. The Healthy Place is committed to providing high-quality supplements and vitamins at the most competitive prices in the nation. Come on over to any of our four locations for in-store shopping or curbside pickup, or stay home and take advantage of our same-day delivery in Dane County, free shipping, live chat feature on our website, and phone consultations. Stop in or check us out online at findyourhealthyplace.com. The Healthy Place. Rough hands, dirty boots, and farming roots. It's all we know. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. On a Compure Financial Ag Weather Monday. Let the little babies out this morning, my little Sheltie dogs, and saw that in Madison, at least, we picked up a little rain. Stumach Ag Meteorologist joining us. Uh, but it looks like it was kind of hit or miss, right? Yeah, you're one of the very few. I mean, Lancaster, Platteville may have a little sprinkly shower right now. That little hundredth of an inch zipped through the Madison area. And beyond that, it's still pretty quiet. Low pressure is off to the south. The radar indicating most precipitation down towards southeast Iowa and down into Missouri. And it's really not going to be much of a threat around here. I'll have forecast details right after this. Together is always better. Countryside and Landmark are now a single cooperative. Our engaged employees are passionate about doing amazing things together for our members, for our customers, and for each other. Because together is what the cooperative spirit has always been about, and together is how we'll make the future even brighter than today. We are all Cynthia, and we are all together now. Learn more at alcivia.com. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. Rural Mutual Insurance is a proud sponsor of the Wisconsin State Fair. As a thank you for your support, they're giving away State Fair tickets. Visit RuralMutual.com slash win and enter to win State Fair tickets. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. Say, have you heard of the Wisconsin Farm Bureau Federation? Yes, it's the grassroots organization of people just like you that care about keeping agriculture strong. By joining Farm Bureau, you also qualify for money-saving member benefits, like savings on select Ford trucks and more. Get more details at WFBF.com. A voice for farmers, a vision for agriculture, Wisconsin Farm Bureau. All righty, Stu, let's have that forecast. All right, that Compure Financial Ag Weather forecast, mostly cloudy east and south. A really slight chance of a little afternoon shower. You head off toward uh, Mauston and La Crosse and Eau Claire, a lot more sunshine today. We'll stay in the mid or upper 70s in the east and south, low 80s in the west. Look for those east winds about 5. Overnight, call it more partly cloudy in the west and some clouds in the east, still a slight chance of a little sprinkly rain. Mid-60s almost everywhere, and then a slight bit of fog around early tomorrow, partly sunny skies, another slight possibility of an afternoon shower. The next low builds in out of the west. 
Low 80s for a lot of us tomorrow. And by Wednesday, mostly sunny. That small rain chance in the afternoon in the south. But mid-80s or upper 80s, in fact, at La Crosse and Eau Claire. Warming up this week, summery weather, Pam, kind of the name of the game. Well, county fair season, very good. Thank you, Stu. Stu Muck, our ag meteorologist with the Compure Financial Ag Weather Update. Compure Financial, your financial partner committed to agriculture and rural America. Visit compure.com. We're talking about a school district in southern Wisconsin that wants to add agriculture to its curriculum, a K-8. through That story yet to come on a Monday. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Hit your camping season out of the park with Fathead's Country Campers. Fathead's lineup covers the bases with small, lightweight campers that you can pull with your SUV to toy haulers that let you load up the toys and head out into left field. Fathead's Country Campers doesn't play games. You'll get the best price on every camper, every time, with no hidden fees. Check them out just off I-94 and Lake Mills or at countrycampers.com. That's countrycampers.com. Interest rates are at all-time lows and home equity is at all-time highs. You know what that means? You can save big money by refinancing your mortgage loan. Whether you want to just save a few hundred dollars a month, consolidate some debt, or get money for home improvements, now's the time to call me. Educated Mortgage, way home. Call Dan, the Mortgage Man. NMLS number 222-652. Tom Spitz. And David Fink of Settlers Bank. Managing your business operations is complicated. Our accessible and talented treasury management team offers high-tech solutions that simplify. We make it easy to maximize operational efficiency, optimize cash flow, and reduce risk. Together, we'll achieve quantifiable results and transform your business. Settlers Bank. Timely decisions. People you know. Member FDIC. Equal Opportunity Lender. When it comes to putting a room together, I'm brilliant. No idea where you come up with these things. You didn't put the room together. I can just scribble an idea down on a piece of paper and voila! You drew the room and handed it to a lazy boy interior designer. I don't know how I do it. These ideas just come to me. Your idea was to go to lazy boy. That's all anyone has to do. I mean, I'm not bragging. You're totally bragging. But a little planning and you could have a home that looks like this. Anybody can do that. It just takes a simple meeting with a lazy boy interior designer. It takes about an hour, then they take it from there. It just feels good to have it all come together like this. I can finally put my feet up and relax. You've had your feet up the whole time. It's time to order your custom designs for summer delivery. Lazy decorators love Lazy Boy Home Furnishings and Decor Madison. East Springs Drive near East Town Mall. At Eastman Chemical Sun Prairie, they transform materials that improve your everyday life. Their global technologies create innovative products and solutions with specialized molecules that make housewares more practical, medical devices more durable, cars and buildings safer, and so much more. In short, their products matter because their employees do. Eastman Chemical is always attracting, developing, and retaining a diverse workforce. Look for your career opportunity at EastmanChemical.com. Apply online at EastmanChemical.com. 
When you choose from several options, you're likely going to save money. That's what a family-owned independent insurance place like ours can do. When other companies offer you only one solution, Madison's Prairie Land Insurance Agency offers you a wide array of personalized, affordable options. Is your current policy really the best? Talk to Prairie Land Insurance Agency, your local, independent home and auto insurance agency. For your free insurance review, call 251-3009. Prairie Land Insurance Agency. Our Our best best is the the very very least least we can do. do. Every customer that drives into our shop is a preferred customer. Tom and Tom of Tom's Auto Center. When you need service, we automatically hand you a preferred customer card. It's good for specials and discounts like a free oil change. And a courtesy inspection. Tom'sAutoCenter.com Tom's Auto Center. Highway 51 in McFarland, a stone's throw from McDonald's. So you know when Scooby-Doo, I don't know if you watched Scooby-Doo growing up, Rowdy, I I did. But Scooby-Doo, you know, they always on their little capers. And then at the end uh, of the episode, it's like the monster. They got him tied down on the chair. Like, let's see who you really are. And they pull the the mask off and it's like, old man Jenkins. Oh, we gotcha. It's like the big surprise. I think if you were to sit down Drew Holiday. And said, ah, let's see who you truly are. And you pulled off the Drew Holiday mask. It would be Eric Bledsoe, former Milwaukee Bucks sitting there, who would just flame out in the playoffs every year. And you'd be like, oh, it's I knew it couldn't be Drew Holiday. It's Eric Bledsoe. Rowdy, you have some alarming yeah, stats. Yeah, and that's exactly where these statistics are going. So obviously they acquired Drew Holiday because he's an upgrade from Eric Bledsoe. He's a better defender. He was the better distributor. And the better shooter out of the three. Mm-hmm. And if you look at his regular season numbers, that's exactly what he was. He shot the three r- pretty well. He was great at distributing the basketball and he played extremely good defense. He was first team all defense. Well, the problem with Eric Bledsoe in the playoffs was all of a sudden he became a short stocky guard that struggled from shooting the three and basically wouldn't get to the rack at, at times struggled at scoring the basketball just in general, and playing defense because of his size. Yeah. Well, Holiday is the longer, lankier guard. He's a guy that has been proven to be a better shooter. All defense. Better defender. Olympia, just, he's an Olympian. Just overall an upgrade from Eric Bledsoe. Yep, that's why you got him, right? Well, here are Eric Bledsoe versus Drew Holiday's playoff shooting splits. Before you before you read them, I feel like it's to quote Scooby-Doo again, it's going to be a rut row. It might be. <laughs> but yes, these are Eric Bledsoe and Drew Holiday's playoff shooting splits in their Bucks careers. Now, granted, there's a bigger sample size for Eric Bledsoe than there is Drew Holiday, but this is pretty alarming. Mm-hmm. Eric Bledsoe's field goal percentage, 41.1%. Drew Holiday's field goal percentage, 41.1%. Wait, the, the same? exact same field goal oh, percentage. God. Three point shooting percentage. Eric Bledsoe. 25.4%. Drew Holiday, 28.9%. Uh, so slightly better. Uh, that's, that's still not good. And then Eric Bledsoe, free throw percentage, 73.2%. Drew Holiday, 67.3%. So slightly worse. But those numbers, that is just in row. general, row. very, very similar. I'm going to need some of those shaggy Scooby snacks that are laced with something to get through this segment. Jesus Christ on a cracker, Rowdy. So basically, it's Eric Bledsoe. He's basically played to about the same level as Eric Bledsoe had 
in his Bucks playoff career. And there's a reason why the Bucks no longer have Eric Bledsoe and got Drew Holiday, isn't it? Is that to get rid of stuff like that, yes? Correct. To find a bigger, lankier guard that could still shoot the ball <sighs> at a higher clip than Bledsoe. Now, I will say this. He does play better defense than Eric Bledsoe has. Yeah. So that's one that obviously a shooting percentage isn't going to uh, show. But yeah. He hasn't shot the ball like he did in the regular season. He hasn't shot in the ball like he's supposed to. All right, so there you go. There's some stats that are big-time rut-row. Comments now from Giannis Nakumbo As the Bucks are in an 0-2 hole in the NBA Finals, here is the Greek freak saying, hey, we've seen this before. We've come back from this before. We know what the deal is. You know, it's simple as that. We got to go back home and, you know, do our job. They did their job. We got to do our job. We've been here before. And uh, we're able to, you know, get the job done. Hopefully, we can put ourselves in a position we can believe in one another. We can play together. We can have fun. We can compete. We can dive on the floor. We can make shots. Put ourselves in a position to win the game. I mean, Giannis is basically describing everything he's doing. I don't know what everyone else is doing. Giannis is doing all the stuff he just described. Everyone else is, I guess, standing around watching him or uh, doing their best Eric Bledsoe impersonation. Here's more from Giannis uh, talking about how they just had to be better. There's a lot of things that we got to improve. Rebounding the ball. We can play better. We can definitely play better. We can make make more shots, getting good looks. But yeah, we're going towards the right direction. Now, I don't know if we're going to win the game, the next game or the game after that. But I know that we're going to compete. We're going to watch what we did good in the tape. And hopefully we can carry over to game three and do it even better. All right, Giannis talked about the first it was rebounding, right? The Bucks. there was a series uh, early on in the fourth quarter. The Bucks had cut it to like six or seven deficit. And the Suns went for a three, bricked it, got an easy offensive rebound. Shot another three, bricked it, got another easy offensive rebound, kicked it out to the corner. It's either the Booker, it's probably Booker or CP3, and he just drains it. And then all of a sudden it was went from a six-point affair to boom, boom, boom. All of a sudden Bucks are down 11 again in the, in the fourth. Well, there were so many times up and down the court. From her mouth to the field's ears, this is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Well, yet another school looking at adding agriculture education to their curriculum. And what are they up against? Well, it's not the support of the school board. They've got that. Now it is about trying to find a teacher. That's one of the stories we're bringing to you this morning. I'm Pam Youngke. Now, from the Alcivia Farm News Desk, here's what's happening on a Monday. So today is the 12th day of July. On this day, back in 1995, Wisconsin felt a deadly heat wave. If you remember, it was kind of from July 12th through the 15th, 1995, when all of the Midwest had some very hot and humid weather that was responsible for 141 deaths here in Wisconsin. According to the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel, it was the single greatest event of weather-related deaths in Wisconsin history. Happened on this day in 1995. On this day in 1962, first performance of the Rolling Stones at a club in London. And those guys are still out there. Kind of thought this was interesting. On this day in 1959, NBC used a camera for the very first time to show catcher's signals during a Yankee-Red Sox game. That's scandalous today. I bet it was just as scandalous back then. And happy birthday to former comedian... And now a recent parolee, Bill Cosby, 84 years old as of today. And now you know. I want you to know that uh, on Friday, U.S. Ag Secretary Tom Vilsack was in Iowa making an important announcement about the meat processing industry, looking to expand capacity. It's first and foremost going to create an opportunity that, that to reverse what's happening today. 
uh, out in the countryside where producers are having to sell their cattle at a loss only to learn that processors end up taking that cattle and generating a profit. We have got to expand the amount of capacity and processing capacity in this country. We can no longer rely on a handful of processing companies to do the job, to make the market competitive, to do right by farmers, to ensure uh, as well that we have a resilient food supply system. That's U.S. Ag Secretary Tom Vilsack. $500 million coming from the American Rescue Plan to fund expanded meat and poultry processing capacity and an additional $150 million for existing small and very small processing facilities to help them overcome some of the challenges they had during the pandemic and also hopefully uh, maybe get scaled up a little bit. USDA is also in the process of holding meat packers accountable, revitalizing the Packers and Stockyards Act. They put out new rules on product of USA labels, and they're developing plans to expand farmers' access to new markets. So a lot of different information brought with one uh, appearance in Council Bluffs, Iowa on Friday by U.S. Ag Secretary Tom Vilsack. Boost agriculture production in 2021 by optimizing operations with Focus on Energy. Focus on Energy partners with Wisconsin Utilities to offer farmers the resources to identify energy efficiency upgrades and cash incentives to make it happen. Get started today by contacting your energy advisor. Call 888-623-2146 or visit focusonenergy.com slash agribusiness to learn more. See them at this year's Wisconsin Farm Technology Days in Eau Claire, booth B136. When hot weather strikes your cattle, milk production drops and feed intake decreases. Summer heat may also impact the viability of your herd's reproductive cells. Protect your bottom line this summer by adding BioVets Bovine Gold Light to your cow's daily ration. And keep the herd hydrated, maintain milk production, and keep your breeding program in check. Call now and they'll help you add Bovine Gold Light to your animal health program. 1-800-BIOVET-1. 1-800-BIOVET-1. BioVet. Innovation at work. Whether it's a lot or a little, we need your rainfall reports. The Rural Mutual Rainfall Report is on. Text your rainfall report to 877-301-FARM. That's 877-301-3276. Be sure and include your name and where you're reporting from because every month we'll pick a winner for a digital weather station courtesy Rural Mutual Insurance. Premiums paid here, stay here to keep Wisconsin strong. Text those rainfall reports to 877-301-FARM farm. It is county fair season all around the Midwest Farm Reports listening area. We're going to do our best to keep you posted on all of the activities. This week we've got the La Crosse Interstate Fair, Fond du Lac County Fair, Sauk County Fair, Dane County Fair, Lafayette County Fair to name just a few. Now remember some of our county fairs had to adjust their schedule because of carnival availability. So you might say, wait a minute, wait a minute, this is earlier or later than I expect. That could be the case this year. So if there's a county fair that you're particularly fond of or always like to attend, please make sure that you're checking their calendar so you know if there's been any adjustments that were made. Markets in overnight electronic trade. Uh, Adjustment-wise, they're going higher as far as the grain trade's concerned. Right now in overnight activity, we've got December corn trading up five and a quarter cents at five twenty-two and a quarter. November soybeans are up two and three quarter cents at thirteen thirty-two. 
while September wheat is down a quarter of a cent at 614 and three quarters. The dairy complex on Friday didn't see much movement. Barrel cheese was unchanged at $1.58. 40-pound black cheese was up a penny and a half, closed the week at one seventy-two and a half, with double-A butter also unchanged at $1.67 and a half per pound. In overnight electronic activity, August milk is down 11 at 17.43 a hundredweight. The September milk's unchanged at 17.71 a hundredweight. We are now about a week away from Wisconsin Farm Technology Days. Remember, Eau Claire County is going to be hosting this year. That's July 20th through the 22nd. I hope you'll plan on joining me Tuesday, July 20th, as we help kick off the show with our friends from Rural Mutual Insurance and also with Rank Seeds. They will be my two broadcast partners for the day on Tuesday, July 20th. Come to Tent City, check in with Rural Mutual and find out what's going on there. And our friends from Rank Seed also want to introduce you to some of the new hybrids that they are going to be offering up in 2022. Don't forget while you're there, take your uh, horseradish test. Find out what kind of zing you can uh, enjoy when it comes to Wisconsin-produced horseradish. It is a brand new taste test that was designed specifically for Wisconsin Farm Technology Days, courtesy of the uh, Hunsinger family and Silver Spring Farms. You're going to get a great opportunity to sample Wisconsin-produced horseradish and find out what your zing factor is all about. Stick around. We've got more food news coming up. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Stock up and save on all your summer farm essentials with a trip to Blaine's Farm and Fleet, where you'll find feed, farm supplies, hardware, auto parts, and a whole lot more, like Carlisle trailer, ag, lawn and garden, and ATV tires. Their cutting-edge technology, product performance, and quality keep your equipment moving along. Right now, take 10% off Hillman Hardware, available in a variety of sizes. Pick up an EZ8 12-volt, 8-gallons-per-minute electric fuel transfer pump from GPI. Use with gasoline, diesel fuel, or kerosene. It's $219.99. Keep your gear handy with a job site backpack from Milwaukee Tool, on sale $69.99. And rewards members save 15% on select automotive electronics from Linco. Plus, check out this great doorbuster deal. Take $5 off 20-pound bags of Taste of the Wild, grain-free, or ancient grain dog food. Find your must-have items in-store or buy online and pick up in our convenient drive-thru. That's genuine value from Blaine's Farm and Fleet. Is your biggest fear of having dermal filler in the face looking overdone? You are not alone. A skincare minute with skincare expert Michelle Neeson. Dermal filler treatments at Rejuvenation Clinic of Sauk Prairie restore fullness and fill in wrinkles in areas of the face, such as the cheeks, under eyes, lips, and around the mouth. It's very difficult to look overdone with non-surgical dermal fillers due to the amount that's typically injected. Did you know that one syringe of filler equals one-fifth of a teaspoon? One fast food ketchup packet is equivalent to eight syringes. As long as your treatment is performed by a skilled medical professional, you should have the natural-looking results you desire. Let your natural beauty shine through. Visit us at rejuvenationclinicofsaukprairie.com. 
Roses are red, violets are blue, and you bet she'll be talking farming with you. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. You know, it makes us all feel good when we can introduce you to some positive news as far as agriculture. And Wisconsin Agriculture's got a new project that will bring positive news. This is in Sharon, Wisconsin, right on the Wisconsin-Illinois border. They are looking at adding a new agriculture education opportunity. Here to talk with us is uh, Sarah Andrus. She is the district administrator for the Sharon School District and uh, one of the folks that's been actively involved in this conversation. So, Sarah, when did this all start? When did the idea of getting a agri-science focus on some curriculum get started in conversation. Yeah, the conversation really started probably last fall, and we knew that we wanted to try something unique and different in order to bring more engagement with our students and families to the district. And we felt like we wanted to do something truly unique and needed the flexibility that a charter school could provide. Um, And as we we contracted um, a grant writer, and she really dug in for us, and when she came back and we talked about themes of what made sense for our area, agriculture just kept coming to the top. And it just made total sense when she threw it at me. And as two former farm girls, we went, heck yeah, this is what we want to do um, because we both believe so much in the agricultural industry. We're in a farming community. Um, We just felt like we could help the area of agriculture in the state of Wisconsin with this really unique and awesome little school. Yeah, that sounds excellent. Now, she's speaking that uh, Sharon is a small community. She's at a a tiny K-8 through uh, school district. But the real novelty of what you're proposing in this uh, agri-science enterprise, Sarah, is the virtual element. I mean, you are kind of looking at opening this up to students really anywhere in Wisconsin, correct? Absolutely. If anything, we learned during COVID that uh, students learn in different ways. And we do have an on-site option if kids want to be here. We have a hybrid option if they want to do on-site and virtual. And we have a completely virtual option. So even if you're a kiddo and you are, you know, 200 miles away from us and your passion is plants and animals, then you can join us and be a part of our group. And really what we're going to be working on this year is developing a really rich project-based curriculum that works both in an in-person environment and in a virtual environment. And so thinking carefully through, you know, what will we have to create and what materials will students need to have? Um, And so we've actually contracted with Viveic, who is a big agricultural education company um, that's going to help us with that process and write some really rich curriculum. What what grades are you trying to target with uh, with this curriculum? I'm I'm guessing you've got uh, at least one age element in your crosshairs. Oh, yeah. Right now we're starting with grades three through eight. Um, We didn't want to bite off more than we could chew out of the gate. Um, and so I think in the future, we're hoping to go down in grade level, um, and potentially get a high school partner down the road, um, to work with us. But here, you know, we know K-8 really well. And so we wanted to focus on what we know. Um, and we really felt like if you try to catch a kid and get them passionate about agriculture in high school, it's too late. 
And you've got to build that interest really early on. And kids naturally love agriculture. And so if we can expose them to more content and experiences with that, we feel like they're more likely to stick with it throughout their education and potentially join the agricultural industry uh, by exposing them to experiences, field trips, and also careers. As we learned through the grant writing process, there were way more opportunities in agriculture than even I was aware of having grown up on a farm. Um, Just the food and beverage industry alone is such a giant, and there's so much need there for employees that there's a really great opportunity here. Sarah Andrus is along with us. She's a doctor of education and district administrator with the Sharon School District uh, right on that Wisconsin-Illinois border. What has response been from other educators, uh, when you bounce it off your peers, Sarah, what are what are some of their responses? You know, everyone we've talked to thus far has been extremely supportive and excited about the opportunity. Uh, I think everyone recognizes the engagement possibilities for kids um, and the unique learning platform that we're providing is kind of cutting edge and something new that hasn't quite been done before. And they're excited to support us, and we've gotten lots of uh, kind of design collaborators that have agreed to kick in and offer us suggestions, ideas, and feedback, and we're just really hoping to take advantage of all of these rich ag resources in Wisconsin to build something truly dynamic for kids, you know, including that element at, we're talking about having class potentially at the state fair or at the local county fairs to really take advantage of guest speakers and get hands-on when we can. Mm -hmm. Let's talk a little bit about the things we don't know. You're a district administrator. There are a lot of uh, hoops that have to be jumped through when going down this kind of an educational path. And quite frankly, Sarah, you're going where no one's gone before. I'm guessing that's because there's some challenges. Tell me a little bit about some of the challenges that you and Valerie have had to kind of try to work together to overcome thus far. You know, I would say the biggest thing is just being willing to take that step into the unknown and handle each kind of piece of work as it comes. We're still learning all of the things from the state on the requirements they're placing on us for the charter school, and we're just making all these to-do lists and tackling them and reaching out to people that we know. Right now, I'd say our biggest challenge is finding our very first Uh, teacher for the school who will really be that person from the ground up that's going to help establish the program and recruit families and get the word out about us. And so that's our our current hurdle. I think everyone knows out there that's in the ag world that like agricultural teachers are getting harder to find. And we're kind of open to that and or a dynamic 1-8 teacher that's just interested in doing something unique and different. And I think right now that's our biggest challenge, but we are kind of moving ahead in terms of developing the curriculum so that when it comes to hiring somebody, we can show them more of what we're about and that they'll want to take that leap with us. Sure, sure. Talk to me a little bit about uh, um, the capacity for this kind of a charter school? Is there capacity? What are, what might we be looking at that way, Sarah? 
Um, in our first year, we're our goal is to try to get at least 25 students. Um, we can have more than that. We just have to hire, you know, teachers accordingly. Um, but next year, yes, our, our goal is to have at least 25, but we're hoping for 50. And long term, we're hoping to grow it as much as 200 or more, um, which, believe it or not, would be about equivalent to our on-site district kids we have now. <laughs> but, you know, we really think that if we build it, they will come. Um, and we've just got to do our work on our end on the planning and, you know, and then at that point it's telling people about it. Right. Now you're covering grades, uh, that are used to, you know, you've got, like you said, the state will put out requirements that have to be met. Are you thinking that this agriculture offering, is it going to cover some of the science requirements, the math requirements? I mean, I'm sure that's kind of in the back of your mind as well, Sarah. Absolutely. We will still meet all of the state standards in the core content areas, and we're trying to do that through an agri-science lens. And so we've even had conversations recently about how you teach social studies through ag, and the more we talked about it, the more we realized that it's actually not going to be that difficult because Teaching, for example, Wisconsin history to third through fifth graders is all about the different industries in Wisconsin, Native Americans, um, and some, you know, influential Wisconsinites. And all of those things tie back to agriculture. So those natural connections are already there, and it's just, I think, a matter of highlighting them and bringing them out. Um, and I think the one thing that people always say is, well, well, how do you teach multiplication? And I said, well, you know, that we might have to just teach a little more traditionally and then apply it to, you know, a project or an on-site learning opportunity so that they can see the purpose for it. Sure. Sure. Well, it's an exciting project and one that we're going to be happy to watch. That's Dr. Sarah Andrus. She is the district administrator for the Sharon School District. Uh, tiny K through eight, like she said, not a lot of kids necessarily, but boy, they've got some great ideas on how they are going to capitalize on what we've all learned through the virtual world, those hybrid classrooms that kids uh, got accustomed to during the pandemic and taking it one step further with AgriScience. That'll do it for Monday. Don't forget, John Heinberg, Market Advisor, Total Farm Marketing, joining us tomorrow morning live for the latest market update. Sign up for daily agriculture updates by joining our email list. Head to MidwestFarmReport.com, enter your email address, and we'll handle the rest. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Jewelry is always the perfect gift for that special someone. You want to go to Goodman's Jewelers, where they have the experience and patience to work with you to find that perfect diamond. Pendant necklace, diamond earrings, engagement ring. It'll be a one-of-a-kind and all yours at Goodman's Jewelers, a couple blocks from the Capitol on State Street.